This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's good to see you all back in because members of, of a variety of other outfits. I think um, either collectively, individually, or whatever, they've been on about 10% of our shows, which is nearly as much as me. Shows you how much we've struggled over the years. <laughs> yeah, to find guests, right. I've been on this show many times, Colin. I've seen Stuart actually wave bits of paper. I can't read from here because since the last time you were on here, Robbie's learned to write. Massive, massive conversation before we went to Ian. Yeah, about things mention not, the war. Yeah, that's right. And all we've done is mention the war. All of these things led to us uh, finding a, uh, a lovely girl who can sing like Robert Plant. Her name's Anna. Welcome, Anna. Supposed to be doing all that. <laughs> Start taking my job, mate. Oh, we've just been on this show so many times, mate. You know how to do it. Right. Expanding Horizons. Good afternoon and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. And it's turned out to be quite a sunny Saturday afternoon, Stu. How are you going there, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm getting a bit of echo or something in here. I'm getting a lot of echo. I don't know if everyone else is getting it as well. Let's try that. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, no, no. no. Anyway, it doesn't matter as long as it's not... How about that? Oh, yeah, that's much better. I can yeah. hear myself now. I don't yeah, know if that's a good thing. But welcome, everyone, <laughs> to Expanding Horizons. And it's the usual start to the show where buttons yeah. aren't pushed and but other things are going. solving, Cole. You are doing a good job on that, yeah. Stuart, aren't you? I was a bit distracted to begin with because the boss is in the studio. Yeah, the boss is in the corner <laughs> watching you. That's right. This is what he does every Saturday <laughs> afternoon when he disappears instead yeah, so of I doing have, the grass. That's right. I do come here. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I can vouch that Stu, uh, Stu has been here one or two times. Mm, yeah. And from that um, that sweeper there, that was the other time you were on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. And, uh, and Rob's been on more times. I was just going to say, that, well, that was the end Zeppelin one, wasn't it? Yeah, where it was. um, yeah. We had a few of the boys in who've mm. been here, Sign of the Firebirding. And Anna and Mary, as well, who and, was and, lead singing for Yeah, them. that's right. Mm. And if you want to listen to that show and possibly any of our other shows, if you go to planesfm.org.nz and Expanding Horizons and look at our shows, and um, many of them are on there. Yeah, and you can catch last week's show too with Sam from Jam Henderson. Jam Henderson, yeah, yeah. and that was a great interview. Yeah, it was, and we were lucky because he was only going to be here for 30 minutes and yeah, stayed the whole time. Yeah, stayed the whole time. We still yeah. didn't get enough done, did we? No. Which is always the case. Now, when you're looking at those shows, you might come across one with Nick Burson in it from, I'm going to say it was November last year. Are you going to say the same, <laughs> oh, Is that a wild guess, is it? Called? Only because Nick said it before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you came on with Steph, didn't you? Steph Beck? Yeah, I'm with Steph Beck. We were just before we were going to release a song together. And um, yep. that, that was an awesome time. I absolutely were you on, loved it. Were you going to gig with her as well? Or? Yeah, yeah. So we played a couple of festivals over the summer and then we played a couple of other Random gigs. Uh, we played a, a country festival not not that long ago. Of course you did. Probably. Of course you did. <laughs> Got your straw in your mouth. No I, 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 I did wear a cowboy hat. Did you? Yes, yes, I did. Is um, it hard to sing with straw in your mouth? 
Oh, it's, um, it's not hard at all. <laughs> no, if you sing in country, y'all. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> nah, but I, yeah, I just loved playing with her, and it was it was great fun. Yeah, right. So we're going to hear all about Nick's Nick's doings. That's right. And that other voice you heard is Alistair. So, yeah, yeah, over there in the corner. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah. And the reason yeah. I played that Firebird or and Zeppelin thing is because, like, everyone knows Rob Tate, and both these boys <laughs> have uh, both survived gigging with Rob or known Rob or have played with him at or some just point. Listen to him tell a story. story yeah, yeah, that's right. And that's right. So we're going to be uh, talking with Nick, playing some music, and uh, but first of all, Stu, yep. we better we better play this, right? Yeah, so get rid of that. We better get rid of that first. Well, I'm going to do that, right? Yep. And I'll give it a bit of this. It is the fan. Hannah's latest music obsession, and it's coming up right now on Expanding Horizons 96.9. Right, and what are we hearing from we Hannah? Are, we're indulging her, aren't we? <laughs> we are we're indulging her. She Iris should be paying us. by the Goo Goo Dolls. All right, let's do it. And it's an opening track. Mm. And you're on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Forever to touch you Cause I know that you feel me somehow You're the closest to heaven that I'll ever be And I don't wanna go home right now And all I could taste is this moment And all I can breathe is your life Sooner or later it's over I just don't want to miss you tonight And I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think that they'd understand When everything's made to be broken I just want you to know Tears that ain't coming All the moment The truth in your lies When everything feels like The movies Yeah, you bleed just to know You're alive And I don't want The world to see me Cause I don't Think they'd understand When everything's Made to be
Hello, Expedient Horizons, Plants FM 96.9. That's right, you are listening to Expanding Horizons with Stu and Cole and Nick and Alistair in the studio as well. And that was for Hannah and from Hannah's playlist, the Goo Goo Dolls with their track Iris. Don't give her too much credit, Cole. Okay, <laughs> that's it. You're getting no more. <laughs> And back for a second time on our show is Nick Burson. Awesome. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've had a um, had a busy time and just just completing just completed the album. Got it all printed. Been flat out, but I'm I'm loving life at is the it moment. In stores. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you're getting it out, if you're printing it, what are you doing with it? It's not in your well, garage. I don't know if anyone's coming around. Yeah, no one's coming to my garage. <laughs> it's, it's full of. Full of broken guitars and bits and bobs. It's not, it's not worth coming to. This uh, is the exceedingly rare, much sought-after, limited edition first pressing. Ah, mm, yes, yes, indeed. Yes. And now we've got autographed copies, which mm. are even rarer. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so that's great. Um, so the idea behind the um, albums is mainly is a gig thing. You know, you bring them to your gig, they're merch, people can buy if they like your songs. Of course, um, as of actually tomorrow, you can get pre-order on my um, via... Apple for my album, which is coming out on the 22nd, but um, the whole album's streamable on like every platform ever. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 153 platforms. It's still on MySpace. So if you've got a MySpace account, yeah. y- if you dig that out yeah. and uh, get on there. Yeah, 149 of them I've never heard of before, but it's 152 <laughs> platforms that's available on. The thing is, though, Nick, when people go along to um, see people play live and, you know, they come away and they're thinking, yeah, I'm buying. I'm buying mm. that CD, right, to take home. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is great. And um, so what was the kind of time process from the recording to the actual getting the physical copy in your hands? Great question. Um, <laughs> I we... told you I asked good questions, <laughs> Stu. Yeah. I know it, Cole. <laughs> we, um, we sat down uh, with the idea of recording it um, over th- three days, getting all the rhythm tracks down um, not last January but the January before and, and we did that we had um, just me Al and a drummer Rosie Burnett Bernadette sorry um, you better get that right because I don't <laughs> get any nasty messages from <laughs> from drummers yeah. um, and that was that was that was that and then we went about you know um, double tracking guitars putting solos on um, mixing in our spare time because you know me and Al both play in a covers covers group called Control It Rock so we're, we're busy with that and then I'm also gigging with Steph and we both work full time he's name dropping he's just name dropping <laughs> left right and centre yeah. here isn't he <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish Steph Beck by the way for uh, people I wish I could, casual listeners I wish I could say like I was just gigging with Mick Jagger but <laughs> no, no no Steph is awesome though right yeah certainly certainly undoubtedly yeah and people should keep an eye out for anywhere that Steph Beck's playing right yeah and um, get along and in the future, I know that she mentioned earlier on this year that she had something in the works. So maybe by the end of this year, if we're lucky, there'll be some Steph Beck stuff coming out. Yeah. Super fingers crossed. I'm really, really looking forward to playing some more gigs with her, um, hopefully with a whole band as well. Um, she's actually playing in my band this weekend. We're playing at the Village Inn um, with our a drummer called John Gardner. 
And um, yeah, you won't be playing Rosie Bennett or that or whatever again. That's it. That's it. I got the name wrong. I'm out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so um, and we'll play some of Steph's songs as well. So that's um, so that was the Village Inn. Did you say? Sorry. Yeah, the Village Inn in Sumner. If you've never been there, the guy is actually a legend. His name's Aaron, and um, he's been all around the world, owned bars all around the bar- world. And I just could I I actually was just. Ended up going in there to talk to him about this gig and ended up talking to him for like an hour and then getting called by my wife. She's like, are you coming home anytime soon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's the big launch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the big album launch. And oh, that's it. And mm. people buy tickets? Or? So the way we're doing it um, is just Koha Enter. So you can come in and pay nothing, and if, that's, if, that, if that sits well with you, it's fine by me because... And it shouldn't. Uh, you know, or <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no, no. Ev- everything that I earn will go to my band. I'm not in this for money. This is not, not. But they need to be paid for their work. I, you know, for me, music is a soul work. So every time I feel bad, if I sit down and play my music or music that I've been a part of making, I feel better. Yeah. So I don't need money. And, for this. And, and people come along to your gig and um, when they hear you and they feel better as well, right? Yeah. So mm. it's kind of, you know, yeah. sim- symbiotic, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, yeah, Symbiosis? Yeah. I think it's... Al's not in his head, so I, it must be the right word to choose. Yeah. Cole, I think it's a pretty refreshing approach to take that next taking, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, helping people, well, it helps you and you help other people as well and, mm. you know, giving it all to the band. Mm, so yeah, it, there's none of this. Hey, you know, in that second song, you played the wrong chord, so you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot of that. Al's like, oh, I'm a pauper, man. He's got a little. He's got his hat with his name on and put money in here because Nick's docking me every time I make a mistake. So Al, um, how long have you? Well, you've been playing around gigs, and you were saying just off off air that you you played with Rob Tate some years ago, right? Yes, Rob, Rob was one of the first musicians I met when I first moved uh, into Christchurch. That was 2007, and um, yeah, I, I've done little bits with Rob off and on over the years, uh, yeah. and I've been playing with Nick in, in the covers band now for the oh, 14 years. I was, yeah, just, I was, about, I was just about to ask you how you got kind of hooked up yeah. playing so, um, so did you meet beforehand, and or were you already in the Nick? Were you run in the band, and then Al joined. Or? I think I bit Nick in there by about three months. Yeah, oh, okay. I, yeah. I went to an audition. I literally did. Went, you? Like I turned up at their place. I don't know how many people that auditioned. They may have just said that they were auditioning. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I literally, oh, I remember it was a, you know, it was a place in Brighton, um, been behind a tattoo studio. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was not You there. can imagine the smell. It was damp. It was, you know, yeah. grungy. And it was, and we used to, you know, and I wandered in there and I um, actually, I'd been playing just acoustic gigs for about two, two years since I left jazz school. Basically hadn't touched an electric guitar. Like just, I'd been playing heaps, but just playing acoustic. Had to get all my stuff ready and turned up at the audition and they wanted me to play into Sandman, Metallica, <laughs> which is you know like, you know like I I love I love you know my my seventeen year old self loved Metallica, but that's that you know that was probably that was probably when it ended you know and it yeah. was you know I was playing country music and and blues music and 
it was but it was real good fun and I and it was just awesome and then and then they they called me that night and said yep you're in if you want it excellent nice and then Al how did you go for the audition what did they get you to play uh, I think I probably got away with just playing wagon wheel actually <laughs> 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 you know, bass players, nobody's got particularly high expectations of us. Is that right? So, uh, I just wondered if you were doing some like Deep Purple or, uh, you know, anything like that. Yeah. But you could have done some Hawkwind because I'm pretty sure Lemmy was a well-respected bass player, wasn't he? Did, did you have to play that Chili song? Oh, I might have done. I, I, look, it was a long time ago now and I, I'm very old, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hard to say. Like, I actually started life as a uh, as a keyboard player slash classical pianist. So you know, back in the eighties, I was doing synth stuff and oh, really? Things like that. Yeah, I was playing wow. keyboards in Dunedin back in the eighties, and um, you know, reinvented as a bass player sometime later in life. What made you What made you move over? Um, well, basses are relatively cheap to buy, and every band needs one. Right, and synth only has a kind of yeah. a small. Or maybe sh- even shrinking kind of listening group, does it? Yeah. Um, oh, it, well, it's funny when we were doing the album, mm. a lot of songs ended up with keyboards on them. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. If you listen there, there'll be little keyboards tucked in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, and I, I put all those down as uh, with my other hand that wasn't playing bass. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I've always enjoyed bass. It's it's uh, it's where the real action is in a, in a rock band. <laughs> of course, everybody knows that. They, all, they always look the coolest. The yeah, bassists. that's right. Yeah, I always think of John Entwistle standing there with his rum and coke and his um, cycling bottles <laughs> as he stood still while the chaos sort of fell apart around him. You know. Yeah. But, um, hey, um, talking of talking of songs from the album, come on, you've got your guitars there. So yeah, how's about we have one? Hey, sounds like a plan. Well, that's it, see? I told you I had a plan, Stu. You didn't think I did. Is your plan to play our live music, Sting? Oh, I was just watching uh, them while they uh, took <coughs> the headphones off and talked about what they think they were going to do. Live, loud and simply awesome. You're listening to the live music experience on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. They'd say, boy, you are nothing You're no better than the rest If you can't do it now Then you'll never be much But I found who I am I believe in myself I'm gonna use what they say I'm gonna blow them on No, I don't believe in the words I can't I just believe Don't believe in the words I can't I just believe in me She could do anything 
She non-questionable faith in herself She could sing, she could dance Run out the wind Never for a second would she fail When they held her up They said you're better than the rest She said, man, you've got it wrong I just never gave in No, I don't believe in the words I can't I just believe in me No, I don't believe in the words I can't I just believe in It's not about talent Life isn't always fair You don't get what you want Without blood, sweat and tears No, it's not about talent Life isn't always fair You don't get what you want Without blood, sweat and tears No, I don't believe in the words I can't I just believe it That's right, you are with Stu and Cole on Expanding Horizons Plains FM 96.9 and with Nick and Alistair in the studio. And what was that track? Believe. Yeah. Yeah. He did a good job, Stu. He was ahead of the game there and he knew that and he was waiting for me to trip. I was. I was. He was waiting for me to trip. I was just (laughs) going to say, there's a bit in that song where you talk about um, it's not by the talent, about the blood, sweat and tears. Hmm. So I I wondered how much of that, do you feel that represents you maybe? I'm not saying you're not talented, but how much do you think? Is that about you or just about people in general or? Like... Straight up to answer your question, as far as how much do I believe that it counts to me, I think that's 100%. Mm. I, I like, I believe in talent, but I know that at the end of the day, the people who get there are the people who work the hardest. Mm. There's no, there is no easy path. I was going to say, you, 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 I, I was thinking about um, in sport generally, you know, you meet those people who seem to, whatever sport they turn the hand to, give them a tennis racket and have played tennis and suddenly they can just play, right? Yeah. And then, but lots of them, they never go on past a certain stage because, you know, in their younger years, things came easy to them and they think they'd always come easy. Yeah. And they never do. And I guess that, you know, that's where that blood, sweat and tears comes in, right? Yeah. Where you've got to push yourself beyond what what you're comfort- immediately comfortable with. Yeah. The, the whole song's a story about myself and my childhood and uh, and a little bit about my wife and her childhood from what I know and it's you know like that kind of thing like I'm I'm the first person when I like when I was young like I felt like I was terrible at everything so that's what like those opening lines is you know like I just felt like I was bad at everything because I wasn't good at school you know and um I was good I was I thought I was okay at sport but the reality was that I could the message in that first verse is don't let, don't let uh, your achievements affect how you feel about yourself. 
And it's like, you know, there's a line, something like, I know who I am. And I, I, I'm not going to give up. Everything I get, I'm going to get through hard work. Mm. And then the second verse talks about, you know, like a girl who's just amazingly, everybody sees this person who's amazingly good at running and, and, and just feels like she can do everything. But it's like they don't see what's going on behind it. It's every day you're, you're working, you're, you're pushing yourself. And if you're not willing to do that, then no one's going to say you're talented because they don't, they don't, it's not the talent that got them, that person there, it's the work ethic. And I was going to say, Stu, when you were saying that about, I was thinking about like musicians, for example, in England, right, when they get the Brit Awards and you get, you get all those big artists up there giving it large about, oh, I had this a hard time. Mm. But they're the, the top of the iceberg, but there's so many more people, for example, Half Man, Half Biscuit, right, yeah. who, just, who are just great, right, and people love them, mm. but they never get any of that kudos but they're, but they're just as talented, you know, and for whatever reason these other people get to the top. And the same can be said, I guess, in English football, if I was just to use that as an example. Um, people who are at those lower clubs all their careers, they're great club players, right? Mm. They spend mm. all their time. They're never going to play for their country. They're never going to get the Footballer of the Year award, but they turn up every time and do a fantastic job and people love them for it, mm. you know. And um, they're still talented, right? But, but people aren't writing newspaper articles about them or they're not on telly like Mick Jagger or, yeah. or you know you know what I'm saying yeah. and for whatever reason those people suddenly became well known it yeah. doesn't mean they're any more talented than anyone else I mean is the edge the greatest guitar player I don't know if he is right <laughs> but I'm sure there's a whole load of people unknown who are just as good right uh, every time I go out in Christchurch which is not that regular, I must be honest, because, you know, I play in a covers band, so we're out there and then got kids and stuff. But every time I go out and see someone, I'm like, holy, what the? Because the good acts in Christchurch are just unreal. Yeah. You know, like, we played with the Eastern, me and, me and Steph played with the Eastern uh, oh, a couple of months back, and I'd seen them before, and last time I saw them, I bought a CD at their gig. And um, and then this time I got to play play with them, and I was sitting there in just absolute stunned awe at how good they were. Yeah, the proper job, aren't they? <laughs> and it's just like this, they, these guys just live round here. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's the truth, huh? <laughs> so, um, talking of, of gigging, then and I know if we covered this. You got this starting gig coming up then did, when did you say it was down at the village uh 22nd 22nd so next weekend next weekend 22nd of july yep. and um who have you got playing along with you okay this that's actually it's quite a cool story so yeah. um <laughs> not a good question just i'm a school teacher and uh, i teach primary school kids and um i um have been teaching a little band and uh, they they you know they only like 11, 12, 13-year-olds, no, I don't, actually I don't think any of them are 13, but if they are and I say they're not, I'll be insulting them. So <laughs> 11, 12, 13-year-olds. Um, One of them may be 18, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> um, and um, they, they, they went in Rock Quest. They were the little kids in Rock Quest, it was, and they nice. went amazingly. And I said to them, um, you know, you guys can – ha, how do you feel about being the first band on yeah. for, for, for my gig? So – they're going to be on first. They're on at... Um, at what's, si- what's the name of the band? Six. They're the Landing. 
Right. Um, and so, and then another guy in the band, he's a school teacher as well, so he's going to bring a couple of his bands. So there's going to be like this, parents come, guide their children, stay there because it's an R18 gig, so don't leave because <laughs> otherwise they'll get kicked out, yeah. um, till, you know, till about 7.30. So there's going to be, you know, and they're, they're good bands. You know, I'm not, they're, every yeah. single one of them sounds great and they're all playing original music, not... Is that right? Yeah, all yeah. original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Been, I've been writing songs with them and they've been... Every, 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 well, the band that I work with, every song they get better and they get more, less guided by me and more them, which is so cool. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, that. yeah. and then after that, I got a guy called Rob Go- Grover who I went to jazz school with who's released, released a track about a month ago. Um, and um, Deborah Wilding will be on at about just before us at maybe she'll probably get on about 8, 8.15 play through till quarter to 9 we'll be on at 9-ish Excellent Sounds like a ripping yeah. night hey? Yeah the idea is it's like I want people to have fun I want it to come along and Where where in Sumner is the village? Is it right like near where the Hollywood theatre cinema used to be or is or I'm not sure So um, it's further on from there Um you know where the there's a supermarket in actual mm. Sumner itself? Mm. It's just like a little market thing. Yeah, super value. Super value. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's in there, there oh, and, and it's relatively new. Well, to to my understanding, it's relatively new. Um, not super new, but um, and um, yeah, he's got this inside like bar area, and then he's got a really nice setup for an outside, but fully covered and warm with heaters. That's where we're going to play the gig. Yeah. Oh, that and he's good. had quite a few mm. bands out there, so it's beautiful. So, how is it for um, getting gigs or finding venues? On should that's probably more my question is for you to find venues in Christchurch to do originals. I'm talking about. I'm obviously, yeah. you know, yeah. in your covers band, you can get quite a lot of work yeah. doing that, right? Yeah. yeah, covers bands easy. Well, not easy, but you know, it's easier. easier. Um, originals. It's it's not as bad as you'd think. As long as, like, you know, like, there's certain places where you pay the venue, mm-hmm. so, but then you take everything. So those places, you know, they're available, and if you can set up a good gig, you could probably make money out of it. There's other places that the venue's free, but then they'll take a cut of your, your earnings, which is mm-hmm. totally cool as well. Like, you know, it just depends on how you're going to do it. Um, and those places... With me, like, I'm not a super huge name, let's be honest. So, um, you know, they'll, they're super happy to give me Thursdays, Fridays maybe even, but the sad days will be, like, you know, for, I don't know, Mel Parsons or some, someone like that who's, mm. you know, like, amazing. If you haven't checked out Mel Parsons, I don't have any affiliation t- to her, but, man, she can write a song. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so that that's okay. And And... You know, every bar that I reached out to was happy to have me. Um, so it was it was kind of funny. It was just making the dates work with my band because they all play, they all gig in other bands. So it was like, that's that was that's the next tricky bit, isn't it? Yeah. Again, once you got the venues, getting everyone available for it. Yeah. And support acts that can make it on that date. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm just gonna now we're talking some more about your music, Nick. Do you think we can have another track? I know that time goes fast, doesn't it, Stu? And before we know it, it, it'll be one it song does. in. 
Yeah, looking at the clock there. <laughs> yeah. It's um so if what's another track you've got there okay. kind of up your sleeve? Um so I think I'll um this is this this track's called Two Boys. Um and I've got my guitar tuned for it and capo on, so I'll give it a whack. I've I've not this is the only song because I don't play it with the band, so I haven't actually ever sung it in front of anyone. No, oh. oh, really? Never in front oh, in front of Al, of course, because <laughs> Al recorded it. But um, even since when I sung it in front of him, I changed the key. So oh, okay. <laughs> the key on the album is different to this key, but I feel like this key is better for solo. Okay, oh, wow. all right. So this is, um, I'm going to play this. Live, loud and simply awesome. You're listening to the live music experience on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. All right. For you discerning listeners out there and for you listeners who like to tell us what to do, <laughs> that was Nick Person with two boys. Yeah. yeah which was with ex- the two bad boys of community radio. Yeah, that's us. That's us. <laughs> anyway, that was excellent. I really it used to be us. 
It used to be us. There's other yeah. people now. We've grown up. We've grown up. We've matured, <laughs> moved on. Great track. Yeah, that's I cool. really enjoyed it, yeah. And um, what was the kind of meaning, you know, personal meaning behind that? Um, you seem quite tired after singing. Is it emotional? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is, it is. Um, it's, it's, it's like directly about my two boys. And um, it, I ha- you know, I, I guess everybody has this, but it may just be like crazy musicians who have this, but... I went to the doctor and they gave me these tests. And I'm like, what are these tests for? And um, it made me panic a little bit because I, I was sick, obviously, but it wasn't actually anything major. <laughs> and, and then I was just, I, like, I literally imagined what I'd, what I'd want to say to them if I wasn't going to be here. And it's like just, and the message was simple. It was just like, you can't tackle everything. You can't win everything. Mm. You, you know, like that, that line of like, I know so many people who battle all their demons all the time. You know, like there's that line, don't wait on all your demons. Just relax and just like try and let it go. Because, you know, like there's so many situations that you're in that you just, you can't win. Mm-hmm. You, well, like, mm. let it, leave it for tomorrow. Pick, Leave, your, pick your battles on pick, that one. Pick your battles and, and, and then just breathe. And, that, and that's basically all this in the song. It's just you can come home. You'll always, you'll always be welcome at home. You'll always be welcome at home. There's always a place for you. Try. It doesn't matter if you fall down. Just get back up. Mm. And, and, and you can't win all the time. You can't fight all the time. There's some life lessons in that one this afternoon there. Yeah. I was just going to say, Nick, when, you, um, when you're playing live, do you like to give a little bit of, right, this story, this song's about this or? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah, that's, that's, that is the, um, that's the plan. More so when it'll be my, like when it's my own gig, you know, like, to, you know, I, I spend most of my life playing other, you know, like, you know, other people's gigs and I'm internally grateful for that. Yeah where I get to play the noodly guitar parts and sing harmonies, and I love that. It's, but when it's my own gig, I'm, I'm, I, I want to tell that story. Yeah. So, And, and um, I imagine you've got those people in the audience just going like, yeah, they're listening to it like I was going, oh, yeah, I get that. You know, like it just um, speaks straight to you, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and, well, I think it does, yeah. right? And um, there's, there's got to be something special in that, right? There's got to be something special when you're on the stage or at the front, you know, and you're doing that. This is your song, what you wrote with your ideas and your emotions. And you can look out and see people who are going, yeah, looking at their, someone else who's with them going, yeah, that, ain't that the truth? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's when people start singing along because they want to sing those bits because there's a, yeah, there's something in them that wants to shout that out to the world, right? Yeah. Mm. You know, and um, that's kind of a timeless ethos that you just... You've, you've put there into those words, though, isn't it? You know, you don't think. I hope Have I so. said the wrong I, things? Do you no, know? no, no. no, no. I, I hope so. Like I, you know, like I, I, I dream of having all the best words. But no. I, I, you know, you always, you always look back at stuff and say, "Oh, I should have said that a different way." There's always a better way to say it. But I think hopefully the message is there, and not, you know, hopefully I'm clear enough with it. And isn't that, um, you know, when you you listen to those those tracks by people and you listen to their lyrics and you go, wow, they just wrapped so much up in that kind of line. 
Mm. You know, so many layers to the, to the line. I often think, you know, about Paul Weller's doing That's Entertainment, and I probably told this story too many times, but yep. you know, he comes home from the pub <laughs> ten minute, you know, in 10 minutes and he writes That's Entertainment. And, I mean, wow, what a great, you know, like you must have been gifted to, to write that. So it's not easy to be succinct, is it, mm. without being waffly, you know, and trying to get lots of a story into it, you know, if you're yeah. a storyteller like you are in those, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I um, yeah, I um, on the note of time, I like I knew like if a song takes longer than half an hour, I basically won't write it. Yeah, right. Um, because and it, and it's literally because of time pressure. Because if you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm inspired. Inspiration hits, and then it's like right, right now, right, get it done. The, you can refine, you know, hundreds. You know, you might spend, you might spend. 10 hours refining but I need to have verse, chorus, verse, chorus bridge or whatever it is done in half an hour because that's when I live in that moment yeah like that that was one moment like you know like three like then two hours later I'm not even thinking about the fact that I was worried I was going to die. Yeah. You know, like, but it's just that, like... That, it was an ingrown toenail, and then they were like... <laughs> you know, it's... it's And, and that's that's always been my way. I, I, I left, left hundreds, if not thousands, of songs on the floor because I got a verse and a chorus in and then ran out of time, and then when I came back to it, it didn't hit. Yeah. It just didn't hit. Like, I, I didn't... Have that was not where my space was anymore, and I didn't have those words. Yeah, I was wondering because um, when we were just talking about you guys gigging so much, you know, with like yourself, and then you're in other people's bands. Do you get time to get out and see other bands? Yes. Or you know how how you kind of keep up with what other people are doing and finding out about new music or anything like that? That's uh, one of the flaws of playing covers music. Okay. Yeah, you 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 don't. As much as you should, and then then you're like like relatively unknown in the like I'd be relatively not unknown, but like you know relatively unknown in the original scene, considering how many gigs I've done yep. because I don't go to as many originals gigs as I want to yeah, because right. you have this gig on Nick two weeks from now, and i I'm, I'm Nelson playing. You know, and then, oh, yeah, oh, I want to go to that gig from these guys. I love these guys. I've heard them on the thing. And so I never actually touch base with them as much as I should in person, yeah. you know. And then, so then you're not the first person that comes to their mind when they're like, oh, we need a support act. Yeah, right. You know, so that's one of the things with playing covers is because you're, you know. Always doing something else. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Alistair? I was just thinking you can always spot the musicians out at a live music act this sitting about two rows back with their arms folded, <laughs> concentrating. Are they looking, yeah? yeah. And it's going, I wonder what sort of strings he's using. <laughs> <laughs> or skins if you're the drummer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, because um, we've had someone on here before, um, Martin, who um, drums a lot. <laughs> he's like over, I think, enthusiastic about drums right and he'll he'll like you'll see a photo and like i'll go yeah look at this there's a someone playing live and there's a photo he'll be like oh they're using that kind of drum oh i see how they're setting up like that i'm like okay i wasn't looking at that 
I was looking at something else in the photo, you know. Yeah, I think the working musicians are harder to impress, but when we are impressed, we're really impressed. impressed. Yeah, uh, right. We, we say, oh, that was all right. That was all right. Oh, wow, that was good. Do you, there um, you go. There's the one. And, and just because you, you work so much, both of you, and you play so much music, whether it be your own or whether it be other people's, um, you know when you just kind of you find something new, like, you know, maybe, I don't know, YouTube or however you come across your music, do you find yourself overanalyzing or can you kind of switch that part of your musician's brain off and just appreciate it as, as a complete work? I'm quite analytical, and because I've been working in the production side of things, I'm going, oh, I wonder how they got that sound. Right. And I, or, or I like the way they've put that instrument just there yeah. uh, across, the, uh, across the headphones. Right. Uh, I'm probably the opposite. I um, That's probably, like, as much as, like, I've done lots of technical study on my instrument, when I listen, when I find something that I like on... Like I like, and I'm on Spotify or on YouTube or wherever it is, music. I am not thinking about anything other than the melody and the lyrics, because and then until the guitar solo comes, if there is one, because it, it's just like the things that still move me are things that have messages, mm. and I, I, you know, like I. I I could listen to something 20 times because I'm just, like, totally into it. And then someone says, yeah, but I really hate how he uses the harpsichord in that song. And I'm like, harpsichord? <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know, I totally didn't know. Yeah, right. Because it's just, uh, it was just the piece, you know, which I know hampers my, it hampers me in some ways because I, like, I've heard the chords, I know what the chords are because I've just heard them and I know how they work, but I haven't listened to the details. I've listened to the song. Because, I, you know, I wondered, you know, when you first become aware of music and, you know, as children for most of us, I guess, and it's all so amazingly new and fresh and you're like, wow. But, but as you get older, you go, oh, really, they're doing that? Or don't they sound like that? Mm-hmm. And I wondered for you two, because you, you know, you play it so much, you go, Oh, this is just that rehashed, or you know, in, in science where they go, oh, this is a re-derivation of this. Kind of. Yeah, we have a uh, a phrase where we go, oh, this is a one five six minor four song, and it's every second song on the radio at the moment. That is the sound of modern pop music. Is that but right? It, yeah, yeah. If you go back to the fifties, it was a a one six minor four five. All your early rock and roll, or not quite the rock and roll, but yeah, the rock and roll is more one four five. Yeah, possibly the Motown or something, but one yeah. six minor four five. What, what's the one six minor four uh, five that's, represent? That's one six minor four five. Well, you done done me in your bed. I felt it. Shut. You know, that's that sound. Um, that's a one five six five. Yeah, minor four, yeah. Five. yeah. But you know, it's that sound. It's that like nearly every Jiren song. Just a little bit longer Six minor, four, five (laughs) So you know the trick Yeah That's interesting And and is it just, um, you know, artists are listening And then all doing the kind of same thing Or are they going along and they're getting produced in the same way Or is it a bit of both maybe? Music, I think, is sort of a way of organising sound into a way that people recognise. Right. And, you know, things come in and out of fashion a wee bit. Yeah. So uh, that particular sequence was 
big back in the day. Um, and and at the moment, it's, it's a different sequence. But what, you know, there are elements in music that make it music as opposed to noise or sound. And yeah. it's rhythm and it's pitch and it's volume and contrast and stuff like that. Right. And um, that's, a, that's sort of a learned thing. So if you're learning through all the same streams as everyone else, you're probably going to end up with some similar so, things. Whereas yeah. if you come out of uh, somewhere with a... Comp- what am I trying to think of? Like some of the Southeast Asian, they use complete different scales. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, 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 and it, to us, it sounds foreign. It sounds weird. Yeah. But hey. at the same time, like to contra- contradict Al to a little degree, <laughs> um, I, I'm not, you know, like there is, there's like thousands of songs, as I said, just about every song on the radio right at the moment is using that one, you know, that chord sequence. But I, like, there is the element of production and the element of everything that you've heard has built your sound palette and therefore that's what you... But there's also the element of just literally getting... I think that all those guys who are writing songs, they're just getting smacked in the face with this melody and they're not actually even thinking about what it is. There's no thought... I think uh, I, that's what I, I'd like to believe that it's an emotion and an emotional connection to an idea and a thought. And then afterwards, after they've finished writing it, they sit down and go, oh, damn it, I've done another one, four, six, minor, you know, <laughs> no. like, you know one, four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I would like to think it is. I'd hate to think it is analysing, oh, that song was top 10 for six weeks and it had that sequence, we'll steal it, you know? But yeah. it could be both. Or a bit of everything. A bit of everything. The answer is yes, Cole, but we have time for another song. Sorry? If we, get, we have time for another track. We do? Yep. Let's do it. How about that? One more song. <laughs> Just to finish cool. off the show. All right. Hang on a minute. Live, loud and simply awesome. You're listening to the live music experience on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9.
and born to raise your flags. I was born all alone. In the ending of this time, I wasn't roaming my home. And if you're lonely, if you're lonely, don't come looking for me. That was a good bit of fun there, Nick, right at the end, wasn't it? (laughs) It What a way to end the show. And that was Lonely from Nick Burson and the Nick Burson Band. And that's from the album Hindsight, which is out next Saturday. Launch party, 22nd. Village Green. Village Inn. Village Inn, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Village Green, I was thinking. Village Green's in Lincoln, I think. Is it? I don't know. I think it was a Kinks track as well, wasn't it? Something like that. But the Village Inn, down in Sumner, come down, six o'clock, do you say the starting bands are on? Yeah, six o'clock, starting bands, and then through to... Bring bring a rather large yeah. paper note and donate that because it's all going to the... Don't turn up with your gold coins. No, no one's interested, you no. cheapos. That's right. Right? Turn up and with Buy some, some CDs. Buy some CDs. Buy all the CDs. Make him print some more. That would Take be great. them home in a bag. Get your pack and save bag. Get down there, buy them all, and then... Uh, Making yeah. prints. Well, you, we've had three tracks today, and it's a great fantastic, album. right? Yeah. yeah. So it'll be in the car on the way home, mm. getting some cool. heavy rotation, I think. Yep, yep, yep. It's cool. And um, thank you very much, Nick, for coming in again and coming again. Thanks yeah. so much for Look, having me. Yeah, it was excellent. It was great. And Alistair, yeah. Yeah. lovely yeah. to meet you and come in again. Yeah, it'd be mm. great. And um, so keep your eyes out for Nick and Alistair and the Nick Burson band. Also, <laughs> could be with Steph. Back later on in the year, we hope. Yeah, well, 100% with Steph Beck on the 22nd. She'll be yeah. there and singing some of her songs, but also later on in the year, yeah. Yeah, mm. so that'll be great. But and we can't say too much about that. No, we? we didn't even say anything about it this time. That's no. how we managed to fill up a whole show without actually yeah, saying anything that's right. Steph will be putting on a hard hat and she'll yeah. be in here. Won't you? With her boots, <laughs> yeah. giving us some salt out. And I was just going to say, the Firebird, not playing tonight. Oh. He's having a night off. What's all that about? He's Rob Tate is old and he's he polishing the Lambo. He's <laughs> polishing the, Lamb- <laughs> the Lamborghini. Yeah, that's right. That's what he'll be doing. Anyway, right. But it's been great. <clears throat> in the it it's probably about time, Cole, that we got up, got down, and got outside. And we'll see you later. See you next bye. week. Bye. Bye. See Thanks, ya. Nick. See ya.